He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. Now we're going to come to the talking about the wellness of wisdom that you are you are organized you have on Wednesdays and we're going to talk about your Easter program as well. But before we do, there was a time when I heard you say there are some people in your church who make it very difficult for you to pastor them. That they are in your church. <laughs> My twin brother and I we don't shy away from certain topics. Because we know exactly what God has called us to do. There may be subjects that probably some may not necessarily address, but we are called to do this. We are called to put, to raise, lead. He's called to, listen to this. My twin brother is called to uh, discover leaders, to develop leaders, and to deploy leaders. My assignment is to discover generational leaders, to develop generational leaders, and to deploy generational leaders. So the three Ds, our assignment is to raise leaders, leaders, generational in their minds. So see, everything that my twin brother does on his campus, everything is generational, generational, generational. Building for the next generation, the business, next generation, Accra Business School, next generation, Ormond Institute, next generation. Mama Olivia has a school, an institute, a school, a private institution, school, See, from the beginning all the way top to the university, Accra Business School, the two of them, they are very generous. So we address things because this is what God has called us to do. Everybody else is called to do what they want, but we have identified what we are called to do. We have the grace to do it, and we need to deal with it. So how is it possible to have members in a church? A church? These are questions that some person may want to ask. Uh, but not necessarily have the platform. So this platform is created to deal with some of those subjects. How can you have members in your church? Not just in our churches, but in many churches, where some people make it very difficult for you to pastor them. To the extent, years ago, my twin brother, years ago, before I became a pastor of House of Judah, I heard Fred Price, Apostle Fred Price, who just passed away into glory. I heard him say one day, he was preaching and he said, some of you, he was preaching to his members, and he said, some of you make it so difficult for me to pastor you that sometimes I feel like shooting you. <laughs> so I asked myself a question, how can a pastor say that to his members? If, <laughs> if I say that to my members, they'll say, this guy is a murderer, we are not coming here. And I used to wonder, how can a pastor who loves people, preaches to people, how can he be so frustrated that... He would want to shoot some of his members for not taking his counsel, not doing the things that he asked them to. I was wondering, how on earth is that possible? Then I heard you say one day, some of you, um, you are no longer my members. You are even you are here, but I can't pastor you anymore. Now, how? what brings a pastor to that place where they feel that some of their members have come to a place where they don't feel like pastoring them anymore and that they may be there, all right, 
but they are not the kind of people that they feel like pastor. How can a pastor come to such a place? And how can members bring a pastor to such a point where you would want to shoot them or want to say such a thing to them? Okay, so 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 um, following a pastor, fo- followership, 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 followership has its roadmap. Mm-hmm. You, you don't choose the rules for yourself. It's already designed and it yeah. is there. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is, it is what Elijah and Elisha did. Mm-hmm. It started from Gilgal, where the people were circumcised. So to be in, to follow or to be a member of any church, you are there to follow the pastor who is also following Christ. That's right. And the journey begins from Gilgal. A place of circumcision. That's right. Where you should be ready for your heart to be circumcised. Mm -hmm. And it is not easy. And this circumcision will come in the form of rebukes, hard sermons preached, etc., etc. The next level of the journey is better. A place where Jacob had an encounter. So there will be you, you. You should have a certain encounter with God, with a certain rima. Mm-hmm. God should have told you something before joining that church. Absolutely, absolutely. You must be in that church with a certain conviction. Mm-hmm. You see, with a certain conviction. Then the third phase of the journey. It's Jericho, a place of instruction. A place of instruction where, where Jer- um, Joshua was given instruction to walk around the walls of Jericho um, seven days on the seven days, seven times. And then the walls came down, a place of instruction. So it begins with circumcision. Yeah. If your heart is truly committed and circumcised and it is truly committed and you love the ministry of the man of God and you love that church, you will have an encounter with God and God will give you a message why you should stay under that man. Mm-hmm. You remember when Saul was anointed king? The Bible said that there were people whose heart God had not touched. Yeah. Who decided to give him trouble. Mm-hmm. So there are people whose hearts are not touched. They are in our church to give us trouble. Mm, 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 mm. So then, before the man of God's anointing can make impact on you, you yeah. should have gone through Gilgal with him, gone through uh, Better with him, gone yeah. through um, Jericho with him, where he gives instructions, and you yeah. should be able to take those instructions. Then finally, you get to Jordan, yeah. where the mantle will fall upon you. There are people who have sat under you for 20 years. Your mantle is, even not a 10% of your mantle is in it, on them. That, that's true. But they are in your church. Whilst you are preaching, they are, they are on Facebook watching another church. <laughs> so, 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 well, they are not for you. Mm, you mm. get it. You, you can't give them instructions. They become so familiar with you. So familiar with you that you cannot even give them instructions. Yeah. And I wonder, why are you in a church of a pastor you don't celebrate? Mm. So I say to people, listen, Jesus can pastor everybody. That's why he died for everybody. Mm. But I didn't die for anybody. 
Yeah. And so there are some people who will be in your church who you can't pastor. So one guy wounded me. This something very evil. When I was a young pastor, I came to the church and I said, you know something? I can't sack you from the church. Mm. But you are also not my congregation member. When I'm praying for this church, you are not part of it. I'm not praying for you. But you can still come to church, but keep mm. this at the back of your mind. I am not passing for you. Yeah. The church is for Christ. So you can be in it. But the gift, they give it to me. Mm. And I choose how I will operate it. Absolutely. You know, so people must go through that journey with you. And those are the people you can trust. The people who you can circumcise. You cause them pain. They still mm. follow you. And mm. their heart is circumcised. They still follow you. Yeah. People who have received Rema at battle, they have heard from God. That's why they are following you. Mm. And people who, because of the Rema at battle, they can take instructions at Jericho. Mm. Mm. That's powerful. That's powerful. Moabi says, uh, from what the man of, before the man of God's anointing can work for you, you must have gone through Bethel, Jericho, etc. before you get to yeah. uh, Jordan. Very, very important. Very, very important. And Pastor Jay says, frustrated souls will always frustrate you. Frustrated souls will always frustrate you. So if you are a pastor, yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah, sometimes I get the impression that people come to our church with their problems and and they behave as if we cause the problems. We did not cause the problem. That's you true. came with your problem. You have come for you to be prayed for, for you to be helped, for you to be counseled, to get out of that problem. So don't pretend as if we created it. We did not create it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I believe that both ministers, pastors, both the three, three, three types of ministries, the five-fold ministry, the helps ministries, the marketplace ministry, everyone that represents these three types of ministries on this platform, I believe that you are you are getting understanding from everything. This should be answering some of the questions that some ministers and some pastors have. And also, members of the congregation probably, this is some of the reasons why certain things, that's why your, 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 your Elisha's anointing and his rod is not working in your life. Because you are not there wholeheartedly, you are there half-heartedly, you are there to get what you want, you are not there to give what you must give, but you are always taking, taking and not giving, you are just remaining a member and not maturing to become a disciple. These are some of the little foxes that we must be aware of, which will be the reason why we have not broken through to where we ought to be on both sides. So I believe that we are all taking uh, major lessons from what the man of God is teaching us from experience from experience from experience now we're going to move on to um wells of wisdom wells of wisdom i'm going to play this advert uh wells of wisdom listen let's watch this from bishop gideon the greatest battles you will ever fight in life is a battle between attraction and assignment attraction is what you are copying to do Assignment is what you were created to do. God created you for an assignment. And every assignment requires a well-stocked library. The assignment of your life requires a library of your mind. 
your mind must have enough information to help you make the right choices and decisions to fulfill your assignment. Recently, the Lord led me to begin a new series called The World Spring of Wisdom. It's been an amazing series and the purpose of this series is to ensure that your mind is turned into the library for your assignment. Every Wednesday evening, 6 p.m. at the Pleasant Place Church Christ Square of the Sprinters Road, 550 meters from the Kotobabi Junction, I share God's word and I discuss deep-seated truth about wisdom. Join me this Wednesday at the World Spring of Wisdom. Wow, an experience, endless inspiration. Awesome, my twin brother. <laughs> wealth, wealth of wisdom. Wealth of wisdom. What is the wealth of wisdom about and why should people tune in to benefit from this powerful session that you've been led to begin on Wednesday evenings? Okay, so but my, my twin brother, when I see people who have been in church for so many years and they have mm-hmm. nothing to show, yeah. I, I and seems to create the impression that they have wasted their time in church and nothing has happened. I sometimes feel that when when sermons are preached, the sermons are not able to translate into people's everyday life. Everyday life challenges. It becomes a worry for me. Now, um, Charles Finney, several years ago, said, a man of God's sermon must be true to scripture, true to reason, and true to life. Mm-hmm. In other words, true to scripture, if a theologian analyzes your sermon, it must, it must meet a theological standard. True to reason, if a philosopher takes your sermon to analyze it, it must meet the philosophical analysis. And then true to life, if um, a worker, an entrepreneur, comes to church, Somebody who sells in the market, who sells by the street, comes to church on Sunday. He should, the sermon should be able to transform his business by the next day or help him improve his business yeah. over a period of time. So I, I, it has always been the, my motivation. Then as, as I was praying, Lord, how do we get people applying your word every day to their life? Yeah. Sermons that are not abstract. Sermons that are so different from the person's reality and the person's lifestyle. So the Lord said, start a new series called The Wellspring of Wisdom. And I will give you enough information to help people live their life. I call myself as a practical theologian. What I teach is practical theology. I, t- I take the Bible by the grace of God and convert the words of the Bible into, into a daily living. I get people to see how easy it is to get all the principles you are looking for from the Bible. So the world spring of wisdom is sharing principles, biblical principles, that can transform your daily living. And it has been amazing. It has been amazing. I mean, the number of people reporting every Wednesday, even ahead of time, 
and taking their seats to wait for the service to start has been has been amazing. We, I mean, we are starting our services 30 minutes before time because 30 minutes before time, people are we have enough people to start the service, mm-hmm. and it's been very amazing. I believe strongly, without any shadow of doubt, according to the scriptures, that a, a man can only build by wisdom. Yeah. You can only build your life by wisdom, build your career by wisdom, build your marriage by wisdom, build everything by wisdom. A man can lay a solid foundation by understanding. Whatever you build by wisdom, understanding gives it a solid foundation. And then a man can create any wealth by knowledge. That's why the Bible says that by wisdom a house is built. Yeah. By understanding its foundations are laid. And by knowledge, its rooms are filled with treasures. That's right. Three key things everybody must have. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding. And these people, these things, you can't separate them. You can't separate them. And that's what Wellspring of Wisdom is about. And currently, we are looking at the, the wise man's ladder to the top. And it's been amazing. Awesome. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> take advantage of, of this Wells of Wisdom Wednesday evening. It's online. It's online. Uh, uh, do you want to give them the Facebook or uh, Facebook uh, link? David Agu, you can put it online on, on in the comment box for them to, to click the, the link or give them the details so they can um, link up and watch the Wealth of Wisdom on Wednesday. Thank God for technology now that we can take advantage. We may not be in that particular country, but we can take advantage of the wisdom that is being downloaded um, uh, on this platform, Wealth of Wisdom. There's Proverbs 24, 3 to 6. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Wisdom, yeah. knowledge, and understanding. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Now, my twin brother, years ago, you, you preached in our church. I'm going to put up a, a banner, a series of teaching that we're going to start to do on um, in um, in, 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 in the whole of April, we're going to be teaching on why my student brother tackled that earlier and we're going to deal with that briefly right now. Why are most Christians tithing and still broke or poor? Why are they tithing and still broke or poor? Why should believers become financially free? You talked in our, our church on what the title of it was, what is your poverty exit plan? What is your poverty Exit plan, and we are having our financial freedom masterclass uh, next week, uh, Saturday, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. via Zoom. So I'm going to play the advert, and then I'm going to ask you, my twin brother, why should we become financially free, and why should we register to attend seminars like this after praying, speaking in tongues, and all those things? Why should we take time to invest in financial literacy, financial education? Like you said, wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Why should we take time to invest in, in, in seminars like this, in a craft business school, in your university, wealth of wisdom? Why should Christians 
take time to invest in seminars like this and master classes like this. So I'm going to play the advert and then we shall talk about, about it. Fantastic. Glory to God, glory to God. Would like to welcome you to join us for our financial freedom master class that is coming on via Zoom on the 27th of March 2021. It's going to be an awesome session. We're going to teach you how to pay off your first bills within six to ten years, how to be debt free and maintain your debt free status, how to build a business and manage your organization that will last and outlast you, and how to create financial reserves to finance your business. Don't want to miss this financial freedom masterclass. The registration fee is only 30 pounds and you can register at www.michaelhattonwood.org. That is michaelhattonwood.org. You need to register and you need to register now. I'm telling you, your life will never remain the same. Register now at michaelhattonwood.org financial freedom masterclass. Look forward to see you live on Zoom on the 27th of March 2021. God bless you and share and invite others. God bless you. Question, brother. Yeah. You asked the question, yes, what is your poverty exit plan? Why should people register to attend a financial freedom master classes or attend webinars, seminars, read books on finances, financial literacy, and get financial education in addition to their Christian lives and everything that they do spiritually, like wealth of wisdom. Everyone who wants to know about the attend the seminar, the wealth spring of wisdom. Go to Wellspring of Wisdom. Uh, David, have you put the, 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 the stuff there, the, the, the information? David Agbo, you can, you can put that there in the comment box for us. Wellspring, Wellspring of Wisdom. Wellspring of Wisdom. The details will come up. So my twin brother, we'll talk about the Financial Freedom Masterclass and why we must be financially free, not just spiritually free. Okay, so, um, the Bible says that the, the rich rules the poor. Mm. And, and, and it is so true. Even in the church, the rich rules the poor. Yeah. If you want to be, you want to forever be, become a servant, just embrace poverty. It is so easy. And uh, the rich will rule the, will rule the poor. In, in, in Africa countries, we have our gold, we have our oil, we have our diamonds. We don't determine the price. We have our cocoa. We don't determine the price. The rich, determines the price for us. Mm. They are the one who are mining our gold. They are the one who are mining our 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 diamonds. They are the one who are who are uh, drilling our oil and taking it away, go to refine it and bring it back and sell it to us. Because the rich rules the poor. Yeah. And the borrower will forever remain a servant to the lender. Mm. If you want you you so it's a choice for you. I hear people who say, "Oh, they, they are preaching too much of the gospel of prosperity." I said, "Well, you have a, I said you have a choice. You can also tune into the gospel of poverty and remain poor for the rest of your life." That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been poor before, and I have done a comparative analysis between 
poverty and prosperity. And I mm. realized that poverty is a demon. Mm. It will destroy your life. Poverty kills. It kills your dream. It kills you personally. It kills a lot of things in your life. The Bible says that there was a rich man, there was a nation in the book of Ecclesiastes. There was a nation that a siege was laid on that nation. And by a rich man's wisdom, they broke that siege. But nobody remembered that rich man. Yeah. Even, even that, by a poor man's wisdom, by a poor man's wisdom, they broke that siege. But nobody remembered that poor man. Mm. You see, money empowers you. Money enables you to fulfill your assignment on earth. Money enables you to support God's work. And therefore, you need to learn how you can make it. In fact, it is easier to be rich than to be poor. Yeah. It, is, it is more difficult to be poor than to be rich. All you need to do is to understand how the information that can help you make the right financial choices. I believe, my twin brother, I believe that there are two P's behind every financial success. Financial principles and financial personality. Yeah. But most people talk about financial principles. When you go to man, um, finance schools and somebody can have an MBA, MBA in finance and still be poor. Yeah. Why? Because it is not about the principles only. It's also about the personality, the, your financial behaviors. Mm -hmm. So Jesus taught me something. He says, says, son, if you want to get out of poverty, you need to develop the right set of behaviors and it will get you out of poverty. Yeah. It begins by discovering and nurturing your talents. So I developed a seven-year poverty asset plan yeah. based on this discussion I have with Jesus. And I said to myself, by the seventh year from the day I made that plan, I should get out of poverty. Using the discovery, the development, and the deployment of my talent. Yeah. Whatever will make you rich is already deposited in you. It will, not, it will not take an economic policy of a government for you to become rich. We, we live here in Africa, and we all know that economic policies in Africa are determined by the most powerful nations in the West yeah. to perpetually keep us in poverty. Mm -hmm. And yet, despite the bad economic policies they advise our government to implement, there are billionaires and millionaires in Africa, whilst there are people living in Washington and living in London who are sleeping on the streets. Yeah. So, prosperity is not a condition. It's an attitude. It's an attitude. Prosperity yeah. is not a condition. It is an attitude. Yeah. Seminars like the one you, 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 you run and develop is shaped at helping people to develop the right set of behaviors that can make them financially successful. Yeah. The fact that I preach about tithe does not mean that you will pay it. So you change your financial behavior, you cannot pay tight. It takes the right set of financial behaviors to be able to pay tight. Yeah. And that is why I believe that the Financial Freedom Masterclass, which will be used to help people develop the right set of financial behaviors, is crucial for everybody. It's crucial for everybody to, um, to attend.
Because you are, you are not going to teach them what is taught in MBA finance. No. You are going to teach them what the Lord has laid on your heart and teach them how to develop the right set of financial behaviors so you can be this thing. And my seven-year poverty asset plan, my twin brother, just by the seventh year, I've gotten out of the bottomless pit of poverty, mm. the mountain top of prosperity. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I believe that people should quickly tune, uh, attend this. It is only 30 pounds, but a seminar can lay the foundation of your financial life, of your prosperity life for the next 30 years. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, take advantage of this master class that is coming up next week, Saturday. It's just, we have just one, it's just a week from now. Take advantage of this opportunity and register for this financial freedom master class coming on this Saturday. 30 pounds register at michaelhattonwood.org. Michaelhattonwood.org. We're going to be teaching on fail-proof strategies. Fail-proof strategies to becoming debt-free, staying debt-free, paying off your mortgage if you have a mortgage in 6 to 10 years instead of nursing it for 25 years to 30 years. How to build financial reserves in farming, in recession, or in a pandemic. And how to build a lasting financial legacy. Build a fast, lasting financial legacy. My twin brother, I want to talk briefly on why it is necessary to build generationally and then we'll, we'll close it out with your Easter program that is coming up. I'm going to play your advert on your Easter program coming up um, um, next month. Why is it important to build generationally, financially, generationally, family-wise, generational? Why is it important for us to have a generational mindset in our planning? It is important because it is biblical. Mm. The Bible says a good man leaves inheritance for his children's children. That's right. So the qualification in the Bible of a good man is someone who leaves inheritance for his children's children. Yep. Not someone who builds inheritance for himself, who, who, who focuses on himself. Yeah. The minimum, the minimum you should see the future is the next generation coming after you. Absolutely. Other than that, you live for yourself, do everything for yourself, and you die, you are buried, and you are gone. Currently, we are dealing with a situation. A man is dead, and over 13 people have shown up as his children. Mm. But he gave birth to them with different women, and he was never responsible for them. So the little money they should even raise to bury their father, they have been unsuccessful in raising that money to bury their father. Because the man didn't take care of them. He didn't put them in schools. He never built it, uh, their lives for them. So now he's in the grave. And 13 children are going around looking for money. He's in the fridge. They're looking for money to bury that man. And I've said to them, why worry yourself to look for money to bury a man who didn't take care of you? Mm. Look for some box. Put him inside. <laughs> and go to the village. Village yeah. cemeteries are Cemetery. yeah. even freelance in the village. <laughs> and paying him there. Don't yeah. raise any money. And the money they're asking them to raise, it can set up businesses for these children. 
Because the man was not generational. Mm, yeah, that's right. You know, so one of the reasons why you must think generational is because you must lead your family and the people who follow you in a pole position. Absolutely. Even at work, I look at the young men and women who have committed their future to this work that we are doing in the office. And I'm thinking that by the next five years, some of these young men should become the president, the vice president, heads of departments, and uh, other things. And they should, they should be rich, they should be powerful. Because I'm, and so every decision I make today, I make them because of what I want to happen tomorrow. That's right. If your decision today are not influenced by what you are seeing tomorrow, you are already a failure. You are a loser. Mm. And that's what generational thinkers do. They do today. What they do today is a reflection of what they are seeing tomorrow. Yeah. So for them, today is tomorrow. And that's the definition of generational leadership. Generational leadership is leading tomorrow today. Yeah. And that is crucial. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that you are being blessed. We're finishing in, in 10 minutes. Watch this video about Bishop's Easter program that is coming up. If you are watching, to register for the Financial Freedom Masterclass, the details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. If you are watching on Instagram, you register at www.michaelhattonwood.org and the Financial Masterclass is next week, Saturday, from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. You register at michaelhattonwood.org. Also on the screen, if you want to register to attend the World Spring of Wisdom, it's on the screen. Please register here to attend or watch the World Spring of Wisdom series with Bishop Gideon Titi Affair at www.titioffair.org forward slash wow, W-O-W, World Spring of Wisdom. So take a screenshot of the details scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Now we're looking at the last subject for today. Watch this video. Hello, good people. My name is Diana Hamilton, and come the 2nd of April, listen, I will be in Ghana, specifically Accra, more specifically Pleasant Place Church, more specifically at the Christ Square for the Good Friday event with MOG, Akestabrin, Paul, myself. It's going to be a great night. We are trusting God to show up and show up strong. So make a date with us on the 2nd of April. It's a Good Friday, and it can only get better with Jesus on our side. 4 p.m. at Christ Square, Pleasant Place Church. My name is Diana Hamilton. Let's just bless God like never before. Make a date. God bless you. Right, Jim Bella, that's your advert for your your Everybody, make sure you take advantage and join my team, brother. Good Friday, um, the Easter program right there, and it's that Cross Crystal Festival. Cross Crystal Festival, 4 p.m. on Good Friday with Diana Hamilton. This is a powerful lady. Um, a gospel artist in the UK should be in Ghana at the Pleasant Place Church. So, my twin brother, as we round up, what should people expect 
at the Cross Crystal Festival during your Easter celebration? People should expect the resurrection effect. Mm. You see, um, we're going there on that Good Friday to thank God for the redemptive work of Christ on the cross. Yeah. Without that redemptive work of Christ on the cross, probably I'll be some drug addict in Adabraka somewhere, mm. uh, sniffing cocaine and probably selling weed to people. But because of the redemptive work of Christ on the cross, look at what I've become. Mm. Look at what you have become. And look at what the viewers have become. Yeah. You may not be where you want to be, but you are also not where you used to be. Absolutely. Because of the redemptive work of Christ on the cross. Yeah. So we, we, we are meeting to just celebrate that. And it's just non-stop worship and praise for three hours. And as we do that, we, we, there is going to be the resurrection effect. And that is that the resurrection brought us victory over, over death, over poverty, over anything that you are battling with. Yeah. The resurrection of Christ brought you that victory. Mm. And on Good Friday, as we worship him, Diana Hamilton, MOG, and Akasim Brimpon, all these people are award-winning gospel artists. Mm. It's going to be such a powerful time in the Lord's presence. And thank you, my twin brother, for, for uh, promoting these programs on your platform. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. As we round up, we've got the comments from uh, our, some of our viewers. I read just a few. Yep, on it immediately after this powerful session that Charmaine is saying I'm going to register for the Financial Freedom Masterclass at www.michaelhartnow.org. I'm on it immediately. And then Bernard repeats what Bishop said. If your decisions today does not contribute to tomorrow, you are already a failure. You're already a failure. Mama B said, generational thinking, what they do today is a reflection of what they are seeing tomorrow. Charles Fifi Khan, that's one of Bishop's faithful, lawyer, dedicated uh, sons in his ministry. Today is tomorrow. Powerful word, daddy. That's Pastor Charles. Glory to God. And then Cynthia Hines, who's been watching us, joining us from the U.S. every week, five hours behind. He says, good to rise up early to receive wisdom. Thank you again, Bishop Hattonwood and Bishop Gideon. Dr. Menu from Florida says, powerful, powerful. And then Mama B says, yes, sir, thanking God for the redemptive work of Christ. Justice says, I'm awesome, Papa. And then Dr. Menu says, amen. Karen Davis says, amen. Karen Davis says, God bless you, Bishop and Bishop, Bishop and Bishop. And finally, um, Magnus says, wow, I should be in Ghana for Chris, Cross Crystal Festival. <laughs> Magnus, who are you? <laughs> the Lord bless you and keep you. You can watch it live on Facebook yes. at Bishop at Bishop Titi Affair. Those of you want to join WOW on Wednesday, 6 p.m. Ghana time um, um, at Bishop Titi Affair. I will just be there and celebrate. But I think Magnus, Agbojibu, Agbojibu, Boji Lasway. Magnus, oh, you heard from your father, eh? <laughs> also, Ecom says, excellent men serve as excellence as usual. Awesome, awesome. 
And Magnus says, I'm blessed, Daddy. I'm blessed. Agnes says, Amen and Amen. And then Magnus again says, God bless you, Bishop. And Bishop Gideon, once again, thank you all. We're going to play, as we close our session now, I'm going to play Bishop's uh, Easter video. And also we're going to play the Financial Freedom Masterclass video simultaneously. Bishop, would you like to say a final word as we round up this session? Once again, we appreciate you for taking the time to share these wealth of wisdom with us on this platform. Uh, we are so grateful and so thankful for joining us. Well, my final word is that life is a journey back home. Any other way is hell. There is only one way back home. The real home is heaven. And there is only one way back home. And that one way is Jesus, who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I want to pray with you. Imagine when you go to town and then you close from work and you are heading home and you are in the train or you are in the bus or, and you are heading home and you are tired and you are Huzzled and you are arrested and then finally you get home, you open that door and enter into your room and you lock that door and you sit down and you open the fridge, get a cup of a bottle of water and you drink it, you dab it. You see, the rest that it brings you, even if that room is a small room, the rest that it brings you is amazing. And imagine the room, the home that Jesus is providing for us in heaven. That will give you eternal rest. And I want you to choose the way that leads you to heaven, not hell. And that is Jesus. Pray this simple prayer with me and ask him to come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior so that you can choose this way. Pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you resurrected for my salvation. I invite you to come into my heart. From today, please forgive me my sins and be my Lord and Savior. In your name, I have prayed. Amen. If you pray this prayer, you are born again. If you live somewhere around Croydon, join Bishop Ozzy Wu's fantastic happy church. And your life will not be the same. Just Google uh, House of Judah, the happy church, and you will find that church. If you live somewhere around um, Accra, come to the only pleasant place on earth, uh, the pleasant place church of the Spinters Road in Accra. But wherever you are around the world, look for a Bible-believing church to attend. Jesus loves you, and thank you. God bless you, my twin brother. If you are in the UK, like Bishop said, set your notifications, join at the details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Join our actual or virtual service this and every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. to attend the actual service you can text 07555-626-925 to book your seat to join our actual service. Or you can watch us online at facebook.com forward slash hojctchurch forward slash live forward slash. So join hojctchurch on Facebook. You can join us online to watch the service. And don't forget, you can also watch Bishop Gideon the Pleasant place church you can watch join them on facebook you can watch their services live in accra and if you're in accra spring Tech road look for the pleasant place church few minutes from the kotobabi train kotobabi bus station is it my twin brother taxi run 
Kotobabi Taxi Ramp. Yes. Of the Spintex Road. Of the Spintex Road. It's right by the roadside. You need to join, join that the powerful Pleasant Place Church. It's going to be an awesome session. So once again, thank you all for joining us. Watch these two videos as we close. And remember to register now to attend the Financial Freedom Masterclass. And we're also going to put up the details for the Wellspring of Wisdom. So watch this video as we close this session today. Hello, good people. My name is Diana Hamilton, and come the 2nd of April, listen, I will be in Ghana, specifically Accra, more specifically Pleasant Place Church, more specifically at the Christ Square for the Good Friday event with MOG at for myself. It's going to be a great night. We are trusting God to show up and show up strong. So make a date with us on the 2nd of April. It's a Good Friday, and it can only get better with Jesus. Jesus on our side. 4 p.m. at Christ Square, Pleasant Place Church. My name is Diana Hamilton. Let's just bless God like never before. Make a date. God bless you. Glory to God, glory to God. Would like to welcome you to join us for our Financial Freedom Masterclass that is coming on via Zoom on the 27th of March 2021. It's going to be an awesome session. We're going to teach you how to pay us your budget within 6 to 10 years, how to be debt free and maintain your debt free status, how to build a business and manage your organization that will last and outlast you, and how to create financial reserves to finance your vision. Don't want to miss this financial freedom masterclass. The registration fee is only 30 pounds, and you can register at www.fightforhattonwood.org. That is fightforhattonwood.org. You need to register, and you need to register now. I'm telling you, your life will never remain the same. Register now at fightforhattonwood.org for the financial freedom masterclass. Look forward to see you live on Zoom. 27th of March 2021. God bless you and share and invite us.